Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use now on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast. Here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business, and we help people take control of their finances. The focus of today's podcast is all about kids being different, yet successful. And I'm so excited to have a very special guest with us today, Anne Maxwell. Let me tell you a little bit about Anne. She is a child, family, and play therapist. She's changed a lot of lives. Currently, she's an executive director of an amazing new school program we're going to talk about on this podcast. She spent some time being a lobbyist. She grew up with some European schooling in France, so she's bilingual. She's done a lot with politics. And most importantly, she spent some time here in Denver, my favorite town, um, at DU, the University of Denver, which is a very prestigious school. So welcome, Anne. Thank you for sharing part of your day. Is there anything else you want to add to that introduction? No, thank you so much. I really i am excited to be on today, and this is one of my absolutely favorite topics, um, kids who are different. And I just I really look forward to the conversation that we're about to have. So thank you so much for inviting me. Awesome. Well, let's start up by defining what does different mean? What, what makes a kid different? Well, um, kids are labeled as different who, uh, who don't uh, uh, learn the same way other people learn, don't think the same way other people think. Sometimes they look a little different, like all those kinds of things. I, uh, I started off my career in out, outside of Denver at a residential treatment center called the Cleo Wallace Center. And I, I swear, most of the, looking back on it, um, most of the kids that were on my caseload were um, definitely diagnosed with a lot of different diagnoses. And I get that really what was going on with them was that they didn't fit in and they didn't, they were, they didn't have the tools. Like nobody could, nobody had taught them how to, deal how to manage these capacities that they had and 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 the capacities get labeled as disabilities like autism and ADD and ADHD um, OCD are all labeled as disabilities but from my point of view they're actually special capacities they're talents and abilities that not everybody has um, so and kids are yeah, they really are gifts. They absolutely are gifts. You know, like kids with ADD, ADHD can do more than one thing at the same time. And if you tell them to focus and to concentrate, unless it's something that they're so thoroughly involved in, they can't um, do anything else. But for the most part, they do much better if they have multiple things to do at the same time. And, and just, you know, just things like that, Nancy. I, they're just different. They're lovely. There's nothing wrong with them. They just different. I bet I can tell you 10 people that wish they could multitask and do a bunch of things at one time. They would love that. (laughs) I know, right? And it was such a relief to me when I finally heard it from um, Gary Douglas, one of the co-authors of a book that we wrote called Would You Teach a Fish to Climb a Tree? A Different Take on Kids with ADD, ADHD, OCD, and Autism. And when he said to me, what if there's nothing wrong with these kids? What if they actually have talents and abilities? And what if 
being able to do many things at the same time is one of those. And I just, like, my life just clicked in front of me, all these photos of myself judging myself, blaming myself, thinking bad thoughts about myself because I couldn't focus and I couldn't concentrate and I couldn't do one thing at a time. And I couldn't ever finish one thing from start to finish without doing like 18 other things in the meantime, right? And just blame myself, faulted myself for not being able to to function like that. And, And when Gary said, what if there's nothing wrong with that? It's like, oh, thank goodness. Wow, what a relief. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that book. What would be, because you've kind of touched on it, but what are one to two of the key points that our listeners can take away if they decide to read that book or if they've got kids that are struggling a little bit? Well, the the thing about the, the Would You Teach a Fish to Climb a Tree comes from a quote by Albert Einstein, which is everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Right, and that just really, that grabbed me so much. So one thing that parents can do is stop judging themselves and stop judging their kids. And, and so one thing parents can do is ask the question, like, what if there's nothing wrong with my child? What if my child is just simply different? That's one thing. And then, and then um, another I mean, there's so many tools and so many points in the book, but the main one is there's nothing wrong with these kids. They're just different. And, and, um, and, and so once they're given, once they're treated differently, they respond differently and they actually begin to thrive. So this is a perfect lead-in. Um, maybe you can make the big announcement about your access possibilities because I know we're a few weeks away from September. Do you want to brag a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to. So we're, uh, Gary, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, the two co-authors of the book, are also um, the co-creators of Access Consciousness. And the three of us and um, a team of eight other people right now are working really hard behind the scenes and getting – this school, an online private school called Access Possibility School up and running. And it's a a school that's designed um, for kids who don't fit into the um, normal school system and who don't learn the same way other people do. So what we're doing is we're offering a standard curriculum based on the Texas state standards because the school is actually incorporated in in Houston, in the state of Texas. Um, But we're offering the curriculum in a way that teaches kids the way they learn, not the way other people say they should. It teaches kids the way they learn. And it is so exciting. I am so excited. We're opening, ultimately it'll be kindergarten through 12th grade, and we're opening on September 8th for kindergarten through the 8th grade. So it's been a lot of fun. We've got amazing technology. There's going to be daily contact between kids and teachers and kids and kids, which is very different from online schools. So, I mean, I could talk for a day and a half about it, so I'll be quiet so now. But the website is, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so exciting. It is so exciting. So I know that people learn differently, right? You've got the visual people that have to see things, the audio people that have to hear it, and then the, you know, the feely people that have to actually do it. Are you incorporating some of that in this school? Uh, yes, we are. Different. Yeah, we. It is. It is totally different. You know, like most um, most school programs. But I've spoken with a lot of teachers over the course of the last four or five months, 
And um, many of the teachers who've left teaching left because so much of their time was spent on what's known as classroom management. So, you know, that's the settling kids down, dealing with the discipline, disciplinary stuff, making kids behave a certain way, like all that kind of stuff, and just not that much teaching time. But yes, we will, and then, and then the other thing is that the teachers say that they're, they're um, made to fit within this relatively rigid framework about what they can teach and how they can teach it and what it has to look like and, and all that kind of stuff. It's very um, linear, if you will. It's very rigid, very sort of regimented. And, and we have the flexibility to teach kids um, however it is they learn. So for example, with kids who have OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and also some autistic kids, um, they tend to perseverate, like they'll lock onto a topic, and that's all they can talk about, that's all they think about. They drive everybody around them crazy because that's all they ever want to talk about. So for example, if you have a seven-year-old, uh, seven a second grader who's like totally perseverating on bugs, you know, B-U-G-S's, <laughs> you can do the four core classes through the study of bugs. And that's something that we're able to do. And, um, you know, so you can do language arts, they can read about them, math, they can count them, social studies, where are they all from, like what's the geography of them, where they live, and science, some of that plus, you know, their skeletons are on the outside of their bodies, not on the inside like ours. I mean, they're all different ways that they can, um, that these uh, curriculum standards can be met while teaching kids the way they learn. And I think a lot of the difficulties that these kids especially have in school is when they're made to do something other than what it is that they're, they're good at or what they would really like to do. And so it sets up this, it's almost like a, um, a culture of confrontation. No, you're going to do it my way. No, you're wrong to do it the way you are. No, you can't think about bugs anymore. It's like from our point of view, if that's what they want to think about, that we'll teach them everything they need to know through bugs. And, and what I found in my practice and what Gary and Dane have found in their practices and what the teachers who've been using this approach for a while, um, not at this school but at other schools, find is that the less um, resistance you throw up to kids, the more relaxed they become and the more these kinds of perseverative behaviors actually dissipate. It's that just, is it's so a, creative. Wow. What is isn't it? Yeah. yeah, what a new way of looking at it. And you said it's online? It's online. So there's screen time. Um, it's not five hours a day of screen time. It's, it's uh, um, it's five hours, it meets the requirements for five hours of instructional time, but a lot of the time will be um, off screen for, uh, with kids doing projects on their own. They can, so we're opening a, a program in the United States, um, so it'll span the Pacific, from the Pacific to the Atlantic, so it'll go through all three time zones, four time zones, sorry. And, um, and so kids from all around the country are going to be in, in classes together. And so they can work on projects together. They can either hook in through Skype or teachers can hook them into the – we have a virtual classroom. The technology is so exciting. It's just amazing. Like every – I think every six months it gets even more and more exciting and better and better. But we have a virtual classroom um, where uh, kids and teachers can see each other. Teachers can teach, quote, quote, teach lessons and do all the regular stuff. And then kids can go off and do projects either on their own or with each other or um, – or not. And so they'll come back to the screen time periodically over the course of the day and they'll do things when they're not on the screen. They'll do other things. 
That is so cool. So would this qualify as a homeschool program? It's actually not homeschool. But one of the main differences, what, one of the things that, that distinguishes homeschools is that parents are the teachers. And in our school, we're an online school. We have teachers. Parents don't need to teach. That's our job. We'll, do the, we'll create the lesson plans. We'll do the grading. We'll uh, send the report cards to whoever it is who needs them. We'll do all the administrative stuff with regards to school. So no, it's not homeschooling. It, is in, it can be in the home. It can be on an airplane. It can be wherever the kids are. So if their parents travel a lot, it's a great, you know, it's a great option for them. Um, we've got a couple of kids who've had some medical issues who, who are medically fragile. Um, who could do it from the hospital and can do it from their home. Um, and as we, yeah, we're, we're going to be expanding into groups of uh, performers and athletes as well, like down the road, probably a lot more when they get to high school, but some in middle school. But, yeah, so, yes, they are at home. No, it's not a home school. And, and unlike other online schools where the student-teacher ratio is one teacher for every 220 to 250 kids, We've got um, our student-teacher ratio is 15 or 20 kids per teacher. So it's a lot more like a brick-and-mortar classroom, except it's online. But yeah, you guys that, thought of everything. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's that kind of daily interaction, so it's really fun. And again, I mean, just think about it. Kids with ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autism who can't sit still, who are bored out of their minds, the kids who've been labeled as disabled, and then also the gifted and talented kids who are put into GMT classes um, who are bored out of their minds, you know, or just can't stand it at all, we're appealing to kids all across the spectrum, not just kids who learn regularly and would like something other than a regular um, public or private school to go to. But, but, but the, the kids that I think, they're, they're a, a lot of my favorites, you know, the ones that are so different. So. Well, it definitely sounds like one of your values is success. Do you have a favorite success quote or something that keeps you going every day? You know, I don't know that it's a quote so much as it is a question. Like one of my favorite questions is what else is possible here and how does it get any better than this when things are going badly and when they're going really well. But there's something about stepping out of this sort of like this fixed point of view about their, finding the right answer, which is a lot of how the public, a lot of how our current school system is set up is you have their right answers and their wrong answers. And one of the approaches that we use is asking a lot of questions and asking kids questions like, what do you know? What do you know about that? What else do you know? What else do you know? And tapping kids into, into what they actually do know and what they like and what they would like to learn about. I, you know, as a therapist working with adults, I have had so many adults come into my office over the course of my career when I ask them questions like, well, what do you like to do? Or what do you do? Or what do you like about yourself? Or like any of those sort of questions about themselves, they have no clue. They have no idea because they spent their entire lives trying to figure out ways to be, to fit in, to be somebody that they're actually not, to please all the people who are around them who wanted them to be a certain way. And that's what we do to these kids. We try, we, you know, with the labeling makes them feel wrong for being who they are. And a lot of the, a lot of therapy and a lot of schooling is around trying to teach kids to behave differently so they can be differently so they can fit in. And that's not what we're doing at all. We'll teach them tools so that they can adapt and um, have an easier time of it, 
but never, 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 never ask them to be somebody that they're not, right? Have them be as wildly different as they are and really celebrate the difference. That is fantastic. Well, Anne, you've given us lots of incredible information to help people and their, and their kids. Can you share how they can work more closely with you, either with the school or some other upcoming events? Yes, absolutely. The, um, the way to get in touch with me through the school is um, the school website is www.accesspossibilitiesschool.com. And you can reach me there with my name, Ann Maxwell, and with an E, Maxwell, like the coffee. <laughs> Ann Maxwell at accesspossibilityschool.com is a, is a great email for me. And they can register there too or find out more about yep. the school? Yes, the website, is, the website is awesome. It's been up and running for about two or three weeks, and we keep on adding and changing. So, but the enrollment system is, um, the, the admissions process is, um, if it's not 100% finalized, it will be by tomorrow morning. But so by the time this radio show airs, yes, that, that is completely in place. And there's all kinds of information there. There's information about the different, about the elementary school programs, about the middle school programs. We offer single courses for middle school and high school kids. Um, we'll do high school next year, not this year. We're starting with the younger ones. And there's all kinds of information about the teachers and about the, um, about the school, the philosophy, um, there's a lot about um, what our school does as, uh, that's different from other online schools, brick and mortar schools, home schools, alternative schools, like all of that. Just a ton of information. Perfect. So let me repeat that for all of you listeners out there in case you have kids that this would be a perfect fit for or you know someone who's got kids. It's accesspossibilitiesschool.com. So possibilities is plural. And thank yeah. you so much for spending part of your day with us. Is there any last minute closing comments you want to add? I know I just, I, again, the question, what if you, if every time, if you're a parent or a teacher and you have a conclusion about a, a kid, what if you can ask the question instead, like, what is this? And what do I know about this child? Or what is this child trying to say? Like a question a question is not a statement with a question mark at the end of it. A question is a question, right? So, like, what's going on here? And what if they're not wrong? And what if they're just different and like that? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Those are great closing comments. Thanks again for spending part of your day. Listeners, if you loved this podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And um, I do have a new website I'm rolling out, nancygains.com. It's for gain advantages. So please come visit my new website and schedule a consultation if you want to talk about your business. Until then, we will talk again. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcasts.